This is all theater. This is all just political theater. Political theater. Political theater. Pure political theater. Theater. Political theater. The nefarious, significant, and protracted political, political, political theater for political theater's sake. I yield back. From Washington, this is Political Theater. Roll Call's review of the spectacle of politics on Capitol Hill and across the country. I'm Jason Day. Meeting Gorbachev is burdened by history. Please allow me to explain myself. I am a German. And the first German that you probably met wanted to kill you. (laughs) That was filmmaker Werner Herzog addressing former Soviet leader Mikhail Gorbachev in his new documentary, Meeting Gorbachev. The movie is that rarest of things nowadays. It's about Russia, but it has nothing to do with the Mueller report. The documentary features the iconic German filmmaker interviewing the equally iconic Gorbachev, the very last leader of the Soviet Union. Gorbachev's actions in opening up his country politically and economically literally changed world history, helping end the Cold War, allowing democratic movements to spring up throughout the former Soviet bloc. Herzog is one of the most interesting and influential filmmakers across the globe. His career has spanned almost five decades now. He's done feature films like Aguirre, Wrath of God, and Fitzcarraldo. He's also done documentaries that are simply unforgettable, like Cave of Forgotten Dreams, and most recently, Lo and Behold, about artificial intelligence. This movie, co-directed with Herzog's longtime collaborator, Andre Singer, combines Herzog's classic gonzo narrative and interviewing style, never-before-seen footage of the last days of Soviet rule, and a simultaneously sweeping tale and an intimately personal one as well. It also comes at a time when the world keeps grappling with the aftermath of the events of the 1980s and 1990s, particularly Russia's assertion of itself on the global stage and the sometimes chaotic populist strongmen who have replaced communist rule in Central and Eastern Europe. I spoke with Herzog by phone about his movie, politics, and even managed to get somewhat sternly lectured by him on the significance of the recitation of a Russian romantic poet in the film. You'll just have to listen for yourself. This is Layla speaking. I am the publicist. I'm going to pass you over to Werner now, and you have 15 minutes. Okay. Great, thank you. Hello, this is Jason Dick. Uh, <clears throat> this is Werner Herzog. Hello, good morning. Good morning, Werner Herzog. Uh, uh, we met three years ago when you were in Washington for uh, Lo and Behold uh, and the I, AFI uh, okay, docs. Yes, 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 okay. Uh, one of the things, I wanted to start with the, uh, at, at the ending of, of your film, uh, the 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 poem by uh, Lermontov, uh, w- which just was yeah. just kind of this beautiful moment uh, when when Gorbachev is singing it, and that's how you end the movie. I go out on the road alone. Did he provide any context about that? Because it does fit into your kind of portrayal of him at the end as sort of a tragic figure in Russian history. Um, it's too um, too simplified when you say a, a tragic figure. To some extent, he's a tragic figure because some of the Russians see him as a traitor. But uh, it's shifting, apparently, because uh, the film played in Moscow at the Moscow Film Festival. And it was extremely, it was received with great, great warmth. So uh, apparently the attitude is shifting. But speaking about the poem by Lamontov at the end, um, 
I think at some moments I'm illuminating the soul of the man himself when it comes, for example, to uh, his wife, Raisa, who died so early. And uh, at the end with a poem, I had the feeling you are not looking only into his soul, you are looking into the soul of Russia, a fleeting moment. And uh, because of that, I found it so important that I subtitle when he recites it. But beyond the subtitling, I have a scrawl at the end where the entire poem is repeated in written form. And I think it's... uh, it points to something very, very important. Yes, he does trail off. Uh, I think the last stanza is, is he, he just says sort of, da, not to give away too much of the movie. Um, but I also, I, I couldn't help but think about your, I mean, what this poem might have meant to you, too. You have, uh, you know, you set off on this, this very long walk from Munich to Paris in 1974 to see your, your mentor, uh, Lata Eisner. And I, I wonder if this, uh, was resonant with you just on a personal level, a poem about setting out a ro- alone on a road at night. And I would like to uh, add uh, beyond um, when I traveled to, on foot to Paris, I traveled on foot around my own country with all the sinuations um, because I tried to hold my country together long before uh, the reunification came and the in Germany, or many of the Germans, politicians, including, had given up on the on reunification, including Willy Brandt, uh, the chancellor at the time, who I whom I liked, uh, but not this attitude about reunification of Germany that he had given up, and also some great writers, uh, Nobel-winning um, writer Gunter Grass, had been vehemently against reunification. So I set out on a winding road around my own country. And uh, he had been on foot a lot as a young man. So we had a very deep rapport about it. But let me speak about the poem once more. I, in the last encounter we had, I, um, which was less formal, I started to recite a poem by Pushkin to him, and I knew he would chime in at a certain point. He knows hundreds of poems by heart. And he stopped me and he said, no, 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 wait, I know a much much better poem uh, for, for that. I'm going to sing now. He actually doesn't sing, he just recites it. And he recites Lermontov, which is a much deeper and better fitting uh, end for our last conversation. And it seemed to me that it it fits also. I mean, Lermontov was this romantic figure in in Russian history in the early uh, uh, 19th century, and and I mean, Gorbachev does come across as a romantic. I mean, he's certainly a successful no, politician no, and no, a pragmatist no, on so many no, levels, but no. he's romantic. No, 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 no. Put all my nose into the text. Every word I say, no. He's not a romantic. He's a man of. Uh, extreme pragmatism uh, of deep insights in uh, the heart of men, in deep insights into political powers, of deep insights about what is doable in terms of political events. So he's not a romantic soul that is floating around and trying to achieve something. If, if you mean to say that, you are wrong. And you are wrong. Put that in capital letters. 
I, I didn't mean to suggest that he's uh, not a practical person, but he does seem to, I mean, at the same time that he's so successful and it was cha- changed history uh, in, it's in such a seminal way, he still, as you said, knows hundreds of poems. I mean, he seems to be, every as you even said, knows, a very genuine every, man. Every Russian knows hundreds of poems. He's not the only one. At one point you said, uh, not in, the, in this film, but in, in a different context, uh, that you don't really conduct interviews, you have conversations uh, yeah. with, with the people who you're, you're profiling. How did that go? Because it seemed like sometimes uh, he, he very much was challenging what you were saying, almost in the way that you challenged what I was saying. Uh, that, that, I mean, d- did you find these conversations with him uh, almost uh, antagonistic at times? Because it seems like you guys both give and get, get uh, very effectively as a, as a duo as in a conversation. I think there was very little controversy, um, and of course I, I accepted when he when he differed when he differed with me. But um, that's that's a charm of something uh, when you only have conversations. And he knew I was not a journalist. I came with empty hands, no paper, with a catalogue of questions, and I said to Michael Sergeyevich, uh, "Now you are meeting a poem, uh, a poet." And and it was clear for him it was the last time he would ever speak to any form of media. It was obvious, and he's never speaking again, spoken again, and apparently he will not do any conversation with any media again. What was it, what was it like getting his permission, or, or was it a tough sell to, to him and, and his people to get in the door and to start this project? The project, in fact, was started by the co-director, Andre Singer. Mm-hmm. I'm not the only director. And Andre, after he had uh, the green light from Gorbachev, he said to me, Werner, you should do the conversations. And I said, yeah, no problem. I'd love to do it. And I feel confident to do that. And besides, I have had a very similar upbringing uh, uh, ruins around him and me when we grew up and no uh, running water at home and uh, hunger as children and, and on and on. So I knew I would have a, a very easy rapport. And um, I grew more and more into the film. But it did not start with me uh, um, uh, trying to, to do a film with Mikhail Gorbachev. With with the film, I mean, you, you you pack a lot of history into a very, you know, very crisply edited uh, film. You and, and Andre Singer, and but I, I also noticed too that there there are moments that are just they're funny. Um, in in I mean the the yeah. particularly the funeral scenes of Brezhnev and Andropov and and Chernyenko, you you use this repetition of the music and them going to the Kremlin. Uh, it it's a uh, I mean, is it wrong to laugh at this? Because I, I found myself laughing at this moment, perhaps inappropriately. No, there's never in any inappropriate laughing in a film. The pre- audience has that total privilege. But, of course, the ritualization um, of these events was, was more uh, what probably made you chuckle or laugh. It's a kind of, of repetitive strange ritual that uh, is foreign to us 
And also some of the footage that you got, particularly from the Russian side of before Gorbachev resigned and, and the, the pressure that the TV people were trying to put on him yeah. to have this moment. And also when in, with Chernyenko before he died, they, they were quite literally propping him up. Uh, what was it like? Was it difficult to secure that footage? Because it seems, I mean, I, I had never seen, uh, you know, so much of this. And I, I yeah, uh, nobody has seen that. Nobody has ever seen it. So it points to some extraordinary uh, research. And we had some extremely good researchers. And Andre Singer had a wonderful team of people, not only in Russia, but also in the West, to, to dig for those things that nobody has ever seen before. The as as a I mean you you said you know you were at the, just this stuff was all front of mind when these events were happening in in 1989 in 1990 in 1991 could you have foreseen that you would be speaking with this man so many years later and and talking about these events that were so consequential for Germany for the Soviet Union for for all of humanity I mean what was yeah. did you ever stop and just think I can't believe this I couldn't have imagined this um, how shall I say no it didn't come as a complete surprise because I was uh, very deeply um involved in in all these events in particular german reunification uh and as i said i traveled on foot around my own country to hold it together when politics had given up and german writers uh, like gunter kras were vehemently against re reunification willy brandt and you and so on so uh, it was important for me and deep deep events for me and of course uh, I never would have dreamt that I would speak to Gorbachev himself but it, it was a complete fearless encounter and, uh, uh, and and I'm totally at ease with him from the first moment on. You mentioned that the, the film was received well in Moscow. So much that is hanging over this film is our contemporary geopolitical climate you, I mean Putin has a small little cameo at Rice's funeral uh, in in the in the movie but you know we have the I mean people expressing the worry that we're slipping back into an arms race in in the movie James Baker George Schultz uh, uh, Horst uh, I, I can't remember his last name but the second but Helmut Kohl's uh, national security advisor yeah. is is that in in your travels to Russia and and meeting with Gorbachev, is that sense is there this 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 worry in Russia as well uh, that that the the animosity you know between the West and Putin in particular is is accelerating and we're heading towards a dangerous time? Um, I think number one, uh, the film is I think very much a film that would uh, speak against the demonization of Russia. And I do believe the climate is inevitably going to change. Um, speaking about Putin, I'm not, I'm not a pundit. Uh, but um, I do believe it would be good to go back to the most improbable times of Ronald Reagan and Gorbachev meeting against all odds 
they connected very well. And uh, what was important in these meetings between uh, Reagan and Gorbachev, as Gorbachev describes it, we looked beyond the horizon. And I think it would be a good moment for the West, and I'm not just speaking of America, the West in general, and Russia to look beyond the horizon again. The dangers, the real dangers, are not coming from Russia. And you have, you see it, you see it evolving the world, uh, the balance of uh, power in the world and the balance of dangers in the world is not, in my opinion, not really coming from Russia. Well, Werner Herzog, thank you very much for taking some time to talk to us about meeting Gorbachev, uh, and uh, I, I appreciate, uh, appreciate your time. You're welcome. Thank you for joining us. You can subscribe to this and other CQ Roll Call podcasts on iTunes, NPR One, Spotify, or wherever you happen to listen to your podcasts, even by asking your smart home. Alexa, please bring up Political Theater Podcast. And please take a moment to rate us on iTunes. For more on this and other stories, you can visit RollCall.com or find us on Twitter at RollCall. And as Werner Herzog might say, No, 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 no. Thanks for listening.